0: Hello, lovely people. I'm so excited to have a very special guest, um, client and friend here today, Fanny Zipa. And Fanny is a love coach. And she we, we actually got to see each other in real life a few weeks ago in Switzerland. So the only friend I've seen during the pandemic. Um, but really, what she's been an example of, and what I wanted to bring her on the podcast to speak to all of you about is the art of doing less and achieving more and the willingness to say no to things and to prioritize time off and fun and enjoyment in your life and what that can create for the results that you want to achieve and how she's like really accelerated way past her original goals while diving down to a three-day work week. So hi, Fanny.
1: Hello Vicky, <laughs>
0: good to I'm, see you,
1: I'm so glad to be here,
0: yeah so why don't we start with you telling people a little bit about why you wanted to do this work to begin with.
1: Um. So as you said we we are friends as well and we were in the same mastermind and I really I was watching you like succeeding and I was like at a point I was like that's my coach. That's my person. I wanna, um, I wanna know more about her time thing because time is very, very precious for me. But I felt like I have, I had tons of time, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't use it very well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna help me with that because, she, yeah, you were like so. Um, so certain, so, like, willing to, to, um, ah, there was something with you, like, I mean, obviously, you talk about time hacker all of the time, but there was something with you in where you had so much certainty that I was, like, Mm. I want to be coached by her. Mm -hmm. Like, definitely. And
0: then what do you think, like, and I've got my things as well, but what do you think were, like, the biggest changes that you created through coaching
1: i definitely cut off my weekdays um what i mean by that is i work less Mm -hmm. but because i well so when i first i'm going to explain a little bit of where i was when you Mm. (laughs) when you started to coach me yeah i had like um client everywhere spread out in my weekdays, like Mm. I would have one on Monday morning, another on Tuesday afternoon, and then uh, like five on Wednesdays, and then another one on Thursday, and then like five on Fridays. And Mm. I had this idea that I needed my brain to rest. Mm. Like I was like, I can't have clients back to back. Mm. Otherwise... I would not give like a quality coaching. And I would be so, I would like, I would be so tired at the end of the day, and I won't be able to do my marketing, my emails, and my stuff. And it was really rooted in my previous job that I was a dental hygienist. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I was working five days a week, 10 mm-hmm. people per day, back to back. Mm-hmm. And it was really at the end of the day. It was really not the same because I didn't like this job and coaching. I really love it. And what what you teach me is, it's gonna be way more efficient to have clients back to back. Like, if my goal was like 15 clients per week, uh, I would have like either five spread in three days or in like like or eight during two days mm-hmm. and then have my marketing d- done within like another day or another um, another morning. But you didn't really teach me like how to schedule my time, but you, you, me, you teach me how to be more efficient, yeah. like to decide and to get rid of all of my fears. Like no one's going to want to come they all, they're not all gonna come on Mondays or on Thursdays or I'm gonna be like um I'm gonna lose clients and stuff and and no, actually, I lost none of them right <laughs> and you teach me something like it was so helpful for me it's to like it's gonna be like very simple, okay, but it's <laughs> <laughs> as you always say, it's not rocket science, but it's like. Like, put every client, like, at the same time every week. Yeah. I lost so many times by scheduling every client, like, whenever. Mm -hmm. And it uses me, like, tons of mental energy.
0: Right. It's kind of like what we speak about with, like, decision fatigue. It's like Mm -hmm. if every week you have to go about and reschedule and reshuffle, Mm -hmm. then reshuffle everything in your week. Not only is it tiring for you, it's mm-hmm. also actually tiring for them. Like everybody's just making more decisions to get to the same goal.
1: Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. So I, I was really losing tons of energy, but uh, it was my routine, and I thought I couldn't get out of it. You know, it was like we really we coached on a lot. Like you can make decision and implement them like the week after. Yeah, know, because I was like. My brain was so confused. I was like, but I need to, to end with this client. And then when I'm going to have the, the other one, I'm going to schedule it like every week the same time. But yeah. no, you were like, you can do whatever in respect of the person, but you can choose to do that. And that's what I did actually.
0: Right. And how did your clients respond to that?
1: It, like perfectly. It's easier yeah. for them as well.
0: Right. i just also- know.
1: It's every Thursday at eight. That's it. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy.
0: And I also remember you, ha- you ha- had like times in your day where you were like, well, I've got an hour between clients here. So I just don't do anything.
1: Yes. And yeah. I was like, this, this was this time in where you kind of, you want to do nothing. But in the same time, you're like in your head. I was like in my head, like, but I need to write my emails or yeah. I need to do my podcast. Right. And you really teach me to go back to back with that kind of stuff with the client and with the um, writing the emails or writing the podcast or yeah. record the podcast. Because yeah. I was the one mm-hmm. I was always willing to do the work when I like want to do the work. When I do the email, I do the email, you know, it's not I'm, I'm not going to think like forever about it, but it's just like I didn't have a routine yeah. having a routine like I'm gonna do it on this day or that moment during the day and that's it it's like that because you pointed out that it's gonna be the thing that I'll, I always gonna have to do
0: yeah. <laughs> yes Kinda. yeah mm-hmm. and what happens when we try and like cram things in it's kind of like what I speak about with time hackers. like when we're trying to cram things in to fit into Mm -hmm. This calendar that we don't feel like we've got any control over, then we're a victim to the calendar instead of Mm -hmm. the calendar is a tool Mm -hmm. that you optimize. Mm -hmm. So you can accelerate towards your goals, which is exactly what you were able to do when Mm -hmm. you started using your calendar to optimize your performance, your creativity and your output. Like I remember one of the things that we coached on one of the big, one of the other big changes that we saw together was creativity on demand.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes. I was totally the one like, I go with my inspiration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was kind of lucky because I kind of had always inspiration, but I felt like if I don't feel like it, the email is not going to be good. And now I can really do on demand, as you yeah. said. And the beauty of it is I'm not an, anymore in in a rush of for example, I love to ski. And when I ski, I have so much inspiration. Mm -hmm. And before I would like stop at every slope and write it down. Like I need to write it down. I need to, (laughs) to put it somewhere because I'm going to forget it. Yeah. Now I just know it's going to come back.
0: Yeah. Like you've built trust with your own brain. Yes. Such a big thing. Um,
1: where we're rushing and scrambling
0: because we don't trust our brain or ourselves Mm -hmm. to remember things instead of like building that relationship of your brain is your tool. Mm
1: -hmm. You're
0: going to be able to lock into that creativity, Mm -hmm. your schedule. Mm -hmm. And, and, and in doing so you've really allowed yourself to have those extra hours off. And I remember when it first started, I think you uh, messaged me at 4. PM on a Thursday once like, watching a movie, having a glass of wine, this uh, feels <laughs> Um, And really, that was just the beginning because now you're typically, what is it, three days a week, three
1: and a half days a week, something like that? Three days um, a week of clients. Yeah. yeah. And I end my day at like, most of, at three.
0: Yeah.
1: So now I have my glass of wine at three. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be really up, <laughs> back. Yeah. And I have um, a day in where I do all the marketing and the, well, the emails, the podcast, the creation, um, course creation and stuff like that.
0: And what's happened in terms of like your enjoyment of your work as you've been able to go through these changes and um, create on demand and, you know, put like create the calendar of your dreams, I guess.
1: It's way more joyful. Mm. because before it was more of, I have to. Mm. And because it, it was not really schedule or I knew I would do it like at a time, I, I, I was more in like, I have to do it, I have to do it. And it was con- constant in my brain. And I didn't realize that it was putting so much pressure on myself.
0: Right. So now it's like you swapped pressure for joy.
1: Yes. Totally. It's like, I know I can have creativity on demand. Mm. I can do it. I can even do it when I want, but I have it in my calendar. I know which day I'm going to do it. I can, I mean, I can still move it. You know, it's not like it's going to be every Wednesday like that, but I can still move it and know that I'm, that I can write emails or do the podcast at this time. And it's really more enjoyable and especially the, the free time. I'm not in my head thinking Mm -hmm. about what I have to do and what I should do and um, would I have inspiration for the next week or the week after or the month after, you know? It's just, uh, I have this certainty that I found in yourself. Mm,
0: Which is like what you really wanted to begin with. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, not like, yeah, it really was like kind of all over the place. (laughs) And I had, you you spoke about the... um, the urge to to do the thing, I was kind of, oh my God, I have this inspiration. I'm going to write this email. And I used to write it like on, um, like when I had the inspiration, even though in between calls, mm-hmm. even though sometimes without even read it again. And mm-hmm. I used to just put something out there with like tons of grammatic error or stuff like that. And it was really like, non- I didn't like it. Because it it felt really like a pressure and a fear of losing something. Yeah, it's it's that sentence that I want that is so brilliant.
0: Right. It's like, I have to get this out there now because Mm -hmm. otherwise I'm not going to be successful. Instead of, I have to get this out there now Mm -hmm. because someone needs to hear it. Like, so I'm going to do it with them in mind. It's like releasing an urge from ourselves, the same way Mm -hmm. we can do with like, cookies but like I just want one more cookie our primitive brain is like we have to do it now otherwise mm-hmm. we're not going to succeed
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah. totally and I was like the more I posted like right away the more I'm gonna produce the more I'm gonna be able to have clients Right, Which is no. not true because I ended up doing like let's say sometimes three posts a week uh, or mm. three three emails a week and I still have the same amount of clients even more so right that was an
0: amazing thing you started mm-hmm. to do less
1: mm-hmm. and achieve
0: more even mm-hmm. in terms of how you were seen and the content that you were putting out because the quality of it went higher
1: that's the thing the quality is way better because we we used to uh to hear like show up every day mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's there is a it's, it's good for beginners may, maybe but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not anymore and I'm more in that point in where I want to show my ex- expertise.
0: Yeah and for everyone listening here's the best part is it's not a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. it really is you as the expert mm-hmm. deciding what mm-hmm. you want to give to your audience and that can change I know for me in the last year, I've gone from sending six emails a week to one email a week to three emails a week, but I'm the decider mm-hmm. for like what I want for my audience. And that was the big change mm-hmm. in you was like you'd been taught to just go, go, go and give, give, give. And more is what creates results. Yeah. This would be breaking away from what you'd been told and being a good student into what you actually wanted to give to your audience mm-hmm. quality and what's actually going to help them.
1: Yeah, and it's totally linked to my identity. As a coach, as an expert, as you said, it's like, who do I want to be? Who do I want to show up as? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and then that also tied in with mm-hmm. your transition from one-to-one clients into groups.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. <laughs> I did. <laughs> did it! So how was that for you? i has been... Um, it's been honestly, it's been a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, as I think tons of coaches have. Like everyone wants one-on-one. One. They used to one-on-one, one, so group is gonna be difficult, and it's totally something else to sell. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's the same emotion patterns that you're gonna use to sell one-on-one. Then. A group, it's the same. It's just believe in it, be consistent, Mm -hmm. and show what you have to offer to people.
0: So, what's interesting for everyone listening is at the point when Fanny made that decision, she was already like exceeding her original financial goal that we'd set Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. her one on one and really was in like a super comfortable position. So, I think it's interesting that you went from this super comfortable, everything's working, I've got a really long wait list. Um, people keep signing up for consults like I remember it was like ridiculous you like week was mm-hmm. getting so full and then you were like oh, I'm going to choose to do this uncomfortable thing and throw myself into this whole new yeah. group so what why why did you feel um, like you wanted to do that and what was the experience and what would you say now um, on, now you're in the middle of your first group
1: I think I always wanted to do group coaching, mm-hmm. since the beginning I was a, I was a coach. I, it was kind of my thing, and I think I was like, I wanted to do one-on-ones to kind of try it on, be better as a coach, and I, I mean, it's not going to be the path of everyone, but I choose to be that way, and to be fully booked as one-on-one. And I want to, and then I was like, it's time for me to to do the group and to launch it and to put people together because as a love coach, it's so valuable to put people together because most of the time, my people feel kind of lonely and they feel like they are the only one single, they are the only one thinking that or feeling that, and I was like, it's gonna be so good to put them all in a group
0: yeah i think that's true for everyone i see it with my mm-hmm. time hackers as well it's like it's just me that's struggling it's just me that's mm-hmm. not doing what i said i would do it's just me that my, whose brain tells me i'm not good enough mm-hmm. what was it that allowed you to go back into discomfort from like this comfortable cushy place of like everything's working because a lot of people would be like if everything's working don't change it so why did you choose to change what was working to create more
1: you know, it's very interesting question. I think I've been in <laughs> an uncomfortable position since two years. So I think for me, it's kind of a routine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I have so many people that I can't fit in in my one-on-one practice. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put, it's time to put them on a group and try what it on. You- but it's true that, there is this fear of people are gonna say no to group because they used to one and ones. And so, what
0: needed to happen? What was the change that we saw together from when people were because when people were still wanting one on one over group versus to when they weren't?
1: Definitely make decision. Yeah, you really you really teach me how to make decision and implement it because. I used to be, I I decide this and then change it the day after. Mm -hmm. And really, we worked a lot on the process of decision-making, like loving my reasons, choosing something that is good for either my client and for me. Mm -hmm. And stick to it. Yes. Despite the fears, despite the the, um, uncomfortable place, despite the doubt, despite everything. Because it's still going to happen. We know it. I mean
0: (laughs) Right. And it's kind of gonna be
1: all pink and you and uh...
0: (laughs) And that's kind of what I was getting at earlier. Like I think we choose discomfort because of who we get to be on the other side of it. Like if I think about Mm -hmm. you now and how you show up in your business now versus when we Mm -hmm. start, like the transformation has come because you are willing to do the uncomfortable thing, because you are willing Mm -hmm. to make decisions and quick decisions, like when you came to me wanting to do the group the rule was we make all the decisions now or we don't do it. Because, you know, so often I think we're just walking around with these half decisions on our back, ah, yes. slowing us down. And you just, like, made all those decisions. And,
1: and I remember it. this session. I was like, <laughs> what? In only 15 minutes? <laughs> we made all these decisions? <laughs> yeah. Because I used to think I need to write everything down to, to put, like, deep work in it. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's just decisions. And, and, I t- and it's so fun because I teach the same with my clients. So, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, but it apply as well for business and group coaching and price and everything. Yes,
0: totally. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, speaking- and, and as you said, um, you teach me as well the person who I'm going to become. Yeah. Making all those decisions and implement it. Yes. And as I love to learn and as I love to be a better person, I think that is why I choose to change everything again.
0: Yes, right? Like you're a complete growth junkie. Let's be real. I think anyone yes. listening <laughs> to this podcast is a growth junkie because this podcast is all about growth and anxiety and fear and doing all those scary mm-hmm. things. And I think it's so interesting when we stop arguing with it and start seeing that we've chosen it. And that was like another transformation I think I saw you evolve into was mm-hmm. not from like, oh, this uncomfortableness is happening to me, but oh, I'm going to do the uncomfortable thing here and stay out, jump out of my comfort zone of one-to-one clients and, and mm-hmm. smash my goal there and jump into this new pond <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and choose to do the uncomfortable thing because this actually ties in with my long-term vision. And i realized that my long-term vision doesn't have to be long-term, it could be right now
1: yes that's a good point i I was about to say it's at a point i was like one day when i'm gonna make 10k i'll be good or when i'm gonna make 15 i'll be good or when i'm gonna make 20 i'll be good and actually it's not that i'm not good it's totally i want to evolve yes and not only in term of money but in term of freedom of growth of client results like get them quicker results and stuff. And if you stay in your comfort zone, you can't do that, obviously. Right. Like years ago, but (laughs) it didn't work.
0: (laughs) I think one of the best things we can do for our clients is put ourselves in a constant state of growth. It's one of the reasons why I made Time Hackers into Mm -hmm. this lifetime access program like so quickly even though I was mid-launch for another round of it being the mastermind like once I did it I was like oh this is what I want to do it's uncomfortable and that was exactly what I saw with you mm-hmm. I also want to flash back to so like very early um because we've spoken about how you grew into certainty and how you were willing to do the uncomfortable things. Mm-hmm. But one of the stories that I remember you coming to me with was this whole idea that you were lazy you were like I'm lazy Ah, uh, yes and a lot yeah. of like judgment and shame around it
1: Oh my God, I almost forgot about that. That's so, so good. Bad. Like
0: everyone listening, this is what I speak about when I say you're far more capable than you think you are because mm-hmm. whatever problem you think you are coming to to coaching with is like, you're going to forget it. This is like so brilliant.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, was it really me? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> did I
1: really have that. this thought? Um, yes, totally. I had this story, this old story of I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we spoke about
0: cutting down things or like doing less, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of resistance because you were in a hustle mindset of like, I have to do all the things to prove that I'm not lazy.
1: Yes, totally. Yeah. It was totally that. I was like, I'm already lazy. If I work less, I'm gonna be even more lazy. Right. But I I can't do that. (laughs) And be successful and be like and feel free and myself and love my identity.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. what would you say? So that was what you thought at the beginning and what would you mm-hmm. say now having gone through this
1: and having... Actually, made... I totally forgot. I'm just me and I'm just someone who... <laughs> this is really fun. It's I'm just someone who do the thing, who make decision yeah. in my business and who do the thing as I teach my clients. And mm-hmm. I feel way more in integrity with that. Because mm-hmm. when you do something to your client that you don't really apply yourself...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you have that kind of anxiety and feeling of out of integrity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, I really feel like an entrepreneur, actually. I had, uh, I had as well, I was speaking in French. I had as well <laughs> <laughs> this old story of I'm, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm just like a coach who just like do some coaching. Mm. I was toiling with the lazy thing. Because I was not making decision and implement it, I was not like um, doing the thing properly on time um, mm-hmm. and having client back to back. So it really gives me like the identity that I wanted to have as a, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, as a yeah. successful woman.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I think more important than learning time hacks how to save five minutes here or there is mm-hmm. focusing on your brain and really how you describe yourself mm-hmm. when, the, when how you describe yourself and how you see yourself shift mm-hmm. and directly impacts how you schedule what you schedule what you say yes and no to and all of these things I think have allowed you to accelerate mm-hmm. in um, your future into being a CEO into mm-hmm. doubling your original goal that you came while. Mm-hmm drastically cutting down your hours yes that is amazing (laughs) like we could almost argue it's lazy to just keep hustling yes right like to just keep in that mindset like i'm just going to do all the things instead of doing the work of unpacking because that's Mm -hmm. the work right unpacking the stories you have Mm -hmm. about yourself and being willing to not be so mean to yourself like Mm -hmm. hi i have a whole video in um time hackers call like get letting go of you in a bitch like we all have it um, and it's so easy to just let her run the show because she has been for so long mm-hmm. I think you taking over that relationship and allowing your brain to still say words and yet build the life that you actually really want in your business and beyond
1: mm-hmm. yeah and on top of that the the, the real business owner identity yeah. that suits with this life lifestyle yeah I was mm-hmm. speaking
0: to someone else about this how so many of us go into business but there's no like not everyone goes to business school and even if you do go to business school does it really make you feel like a CEO I don't know I think like the best school is the school of doing right um, yes mm-hmm. but especially, totally. yeah and the school of mistakes right like looking back now Cause I know that there's times when all of us get caught up in like what we did wrong in the past and what we mm-hmm. didn't do right, how we should have been there sooner and faster and all of that stuff. How do you look at all of that kind of thing now?
1: I know that some people would think, or we used to say things happen for reasons and stuff like that. But I really do believe I would make quicker and earlier decision mm. to gain time. Mm-hmm. i think for sure you're right we learn by making mistakes and doing the thing and most of the time i was not willing to do mistakes back in the days yeah. and i was not willing to keep on going mm-hmm. i would throw an online training and i would back up like five days after because no one mm-hmm. <laughs> applied mm-hmm. and i I would not be consistent, and I would have learned and invest in myself way before. I, 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 for, for me, I lost like almost five years. Yeah. Because I've been in business since like seven years, but yeah. before that, I really lost like five years trying to figure it out by my own. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I definitely think it can be the expensive way, but I also think that's why you came to working together so ready and we'll even share the story with everyone. We'd actually spoken about working together a few months earlier.
1: Uh don't um, remember me that
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and you made a decision now. And then what happened was um and you're yeah, what happened was a few months passed and then we were just on a call and you said, Will you just get rid of my objections for working with you. And I think it was even like a Saturday. We were just having a casual call. And I was like, okay. And um, not only did you do it, but you committed to finding the money like in a way that you hadn't before. Mm -hmm. And all of it. So what changed for you? Because I'm sure there's so many people listening that are like, oh, I'll do it in a few. In fact, I I get emails every week or DMs on my Instagram, like I'm going to join in a few months. I've literally had two this week. Um, like within the last 24 hours actually saying Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to join in a few months so what would you say having made the decision to delay um, to anyone that's like
1: oh soon I'm going to join soon I would definitely say like time is way better than money meaning for me it was yes it was costing me money to hire you
0: Mm-hmm. but it,
1: it cost me so much to wait to hire you in mm-hmm. terms of mindset of results of everything mm-hmm. like i said i was i waited like 5 years to really hire my my first coach ever
0: mm-hmm. i just i
1: just wasted time mm-hmm. i just wasted time and for you it was like i was like oh maybe i can do it on my own I'm a coach I should know how to Mm. gain time and to schedule everything and blah 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 and you know all the the coachy thing like you as a coach you must know everything already (laughs) and um and then I was like I just want to have someone to help me as I help people in love and I want her to help me and I'm gonna find the money Mm -hmm. yeah where's the money
0: yeah it's so interesting because one of the people that messaged me literally said like is a is a a coach is a peer as well and said Mm -hmm. well I know I know what I need to do I'm just not doing it And like well I should be able to do it well I'm like so I do feel like we. yes
1: I was thinking that as well I I just I know how to do it I just need to make the decision but I was not making the decision to do it so (laughs) you totally helped me on that yeah every week To make the decision of implementing doing my emails doing my stuff Mm -hmm. um do my schedule as i want it to be like Mm -hmm. that's the power of a coach you don't wait and Mm -hmm. like waste time Mm -hmm. like we're not gonna have any more of these minutes that we have together never totally but the money I can still I, I had like I think I had some sort of epiphany in where I was like I can earn the money yeah I can't earn the time back
0: wait say that again, say that again. <laughs> <That's so
1: good. laughs> I can earn the money whenever I want or I choose to but I can't earn the time back
0: so good yeah
1: I mean and I think I, I, I tell the same to my client. I mean, you could have found love five years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then wait and do it on your own and have this shitty relationship again and again and again that break your heart and your confidence.
0: Why do you think it's like, it's? why do you think there is messaging out there that it's almost like better to do it on your own?
1: Probably because we feel powerful if we can figure out like I'm gonna learning myself is really people would be like oh wow then I took a coach they'd be like okay
0: interesting and now having gone through it what would you say to that someone that's like I you know I want to do it on my own that's more
1: powerful oh it's the (laughs) less effective way to do it and the um, I, I'm gonna be hard but uh, it, it's the dumbest way to do it <laughs> like no seriously it's it's way smarter to do it with someone I mean my dad he's entrepreneur and he's always with people that can teach him something yeah and I think it's really like an employee mindset you have to do it on your own yeah because it's more valuable to do it on your own than to ask for help Mm -hmm. asking for help mean you're not enough wow Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah like I've
1: spoken to my audience previously
0: about getting a tutor when I was at university Mm -hmm. um because I was like oh my god I'm never gonna be able to do this I don't understand this this um I think it was microeconomics and then I like smashed through the exam, loved it, started actually enjoying mm-hmm. the subject. Mm-hmm. Like not once when I went to a job interview where they like, excuse me, did you get any uh, tutors or any help? Like at the end of the day, you get the result or you don't. For your clients, they, they have love or they don't. For my clients, they get time back. They optimize their time. They accelerate into their future. Mm-hmm. Or they don't. Like at the end of the day, no one really gives a fuck about how you got there. They just like your life is not measured by whether you did it alone or you didn't do it. It's really measured by whether you did it or not. And I think there's so many people, um, and I think you've spoken about this in your past. I know I was guilty of this in my past of like the doing it alone is better, which really like slowed, slows you down so much.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna miss all the nuggets of someone else that achieved it. Mm -hmm. I mean, every successful person and we studied that in NLP mm-hmm. has someone who, show, who showed something and how to, how to do or mm-hmm. how to improve mm-hmm. even all the athletes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, obviously we have good tennis men in Switzerland and <laughs> they have tons of like coaches, like for nutrition, for sport, for massage, for everything
0: right and even if you to improve
1: that, imagine me improve someone. it's not, they're not enough it's just to improve
0: right imagine meeting someone that was like oh I want to be a professional tennis player but I'm but I'm going to do it by myself you'd be like no 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 <laughs> <You're
1: not>. don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't do it by yourself it's so interesting how it's accepted in these different things but I do think we're seeing more and more people take up coaching and recognize that it is an acceleration tool yeah so, I want you, um, as we close off, to tell people a little bit about you, the work you do, how they can find you. And we'll put some links in the show notes too.
1: So as you said, I'm a love coach. I help women, like independent and successful women, how to change their love pattern. Mm -hmm. Actually, we were talking about that. I don't help you find love. I help you have like an amazing love life. Mm -hmm. And that's funny, funny we talked about this just before, but for love it's the same. People think we should be we should know how to find love and how to love, but actually we we don't. We have yeah. to teach it efficiently.
0: Yeah, like I, I I've said this to funny before, I'll share it with all of you here. And now obviously I'm super happy with Kid and everything's amazing, but like it's one of the things I just wish I'd known sooner kind of my ulterior motive with you in this work is like, I know that there are women um, that want love mm-hmm. that don't know that there's this option of changing um, their pattern. So for anyone that's like going into the same kind of relationships and they're not working mm-hmm. out or doing what I did for a few years and just like hiding away from the whole world, mm-hmm. um, then you should definitely get in touch with Fanny. And bonus, she coaches in French as well. So any yes. French listeners, I know there are a few. Um, yes. check her out. And is there anything else that you would like to say to the listeners based on time hackers, based on coaching, based on um, your results and your transformation?
1: I would really say invest now. If you're listening to Vicky since a while and you kind of I don't know what to do, just just invest now. You're gonna gain so much time, so much clarity, and obviously you're gonna be way more successful in the area of in where you want to to be successful. Um when I really had major results in my life, either in my love life or in my business life, is when I've started to invest, like really invest.
0: Yeah. It's like in coaches
1: and like online training and stuff like that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: investing yeah it's and like, as you said it's
1: your, your time hacker is for it's a lifetime access so mm-hmm. it's not like you have to pick because it's only three months it's for life so you better invest now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you're gonna have access right away and gain time instead of yeah. losing time
0: i literally had someone message me um today someone else like through the night they're based in the u.s saying I'm going to join in June. And I wanted to reply and say, but you know, you're going to pay the same amount in June and just get two months less. Mm -hmm. This definitely makes sense to do now. Amazing. Well, thank you for being here and for being such an amazing example of transformation, actually doing the work of taking radical self-responsibility, of implementing and making decisions and doing the scary thing with the fear, with the anxiety and, Um, I think your results speak for yourself. And I know that this is just like the springboard into Mm -hmm. your next level of success. So thank you. And thanks everyone for listening. I will leave links to Fanny's Instagram and website in the show notes, as well as a link to join Time Hackers. All right, people. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to VickyLouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V I K K I, then Louise, L O U I S E. So, VickyLouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.